podcast time that's right Benford Tool is proud to present the Home Improvement Podcast my name is Adam and all my co-host Jordan hi Jordan <laughs> hi Adam uh, much like Randy leaving after this episode maybe I'm going to based on the uh, way you're, you're treating me we're just getting to do it behind the scenes here and then we, <laughs> we just kind of started well um, I don't want to air our dirty laundry but I was just commenting to you before the show started about how generally, you know, disinterested you seemed in my Galaxy Quest talk last week. <laughs> you know, I didn't have that uh, reaction when I listened back to it, but at the it's same... It's not because you were only barely listening to it, like, you, <laughs> like you're only barely listening to me the first time. Well, the real problem, I knew it hurt your feelings, because yeah. then you insulted my height as you relayed your feelings, <laughs> so that's how I know that you were wounded. If the worst thing I ever call you is little pal, then I think we're in pretty good shape. <laughs> Treat me like a four-year-old. Uh, other than that, how, how's things going, Jordan? It's going pretty good. Uh, no, nothing too new to report besides uh, another week of a, a Michael Jordan documentary. So Yeah. You want to talk about that? I mean, yeah, we can briefly talk about it. Um, it's funny. It's funny to hear some of the reaction from other people like talking about the documentary like bill mm-hmm. simmons and other people talking yeah. about how younger people didn't know michael jordan was good that's bogus that's gotta be a lie right i don't know i he always and i i have a complicated relationship with bill simmons um not that complicated i just <laughs> sometimes i find him annoying sometimes i don't i've been listening for like nine years or something but like he base what he think like he makes blatant statements about like the younger generation just like based on his staff which is like not that big and has had uh, different lives than most of us, I would I would say. So, like, yeah, he says that stuff all the time where it's like, I was texting um, Anthony, one of our mutual friends, and I was saying how, like, I don't know really anyone our age that would definitively be say that LeBron was better than Jordan. Like, I don't, I don't know who these people are, you know? Yeah, I don't either. And he was always, I mean, growing up, I, I loved him. So I always thought he was, he was the best and always been a defender there. But uh, it's just funny. Maybe he's also basing it off, like, his kids. Or something who... Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're not interested in it at all. It's There's a whole generation after us, Adam. Generation or two. So that's true. Maybe yeah. that's who he's targeting. But uh, Michael Jordan's the best, and I've really enjoyed the first four episodes of this documentary series. Yeah, and, likewise. Yeah. It's nice to... It's been... Uh, you know, I probably would have... Wa- I would have watched it either way, but uh, I find that I'm much more excited about it uh, without sports in my life, so just kind of having something to to look forward to and i and i uh, i like you know they moved it up and stuff for right specifically for the quarantine and i've enjoyed like the back-to-back blocks of it you know so even even with the commercials and stuff you feel like you're getting uh quite a bit of content on a, on a sunday night so yeah it's been a lot of fun i've enjoyed it as well um a question i wanted to post to you can you think of any times they referenced michael jordan on home improvement hmm i can think of Shaq, isaiah grant hill 
I feel like there's a couple times early on where they're talking about like the Pistons versus the Bulls, but I don't think yeah. they use his name. But that's obviously why that those games matter, you know? Right. Yeah, it just seems weird that they would never have said it once. Uh, but You know, I, it's funny. I remember growing up, there were like certain video games where Michael Jordan couldn't appear in them. So maybe it's one of those types of things where it's like that's you a have good to point. get likeness approval or something from him. That is funny. You know what? I never really connected the dots, but I, I loved like NBA live or whatever like there was an nba game i played in like 1997 yeah and it, like they just had like number 23 yeah <laughs> it's like 99 and you knew it was michael jordan but they right. couldn't say it they couldn't say it yeah. yeah that's funny yeah i guess that's the the whole jordan brand like separation from the league stuff but uh yeah great doc enjoying it um back to back doc opening yeah talk for us well, this is a big doc cast. Um, I hope you noticed how genuinely interested I was in what you were saying about the doc and how engaged I was in my response. You know, um, I think it's because I've actually seen this one and you've seen this one, whereas I still haven't seen the Galaxy Quest one. Well, I think carve out two hours on Sunday right before the Michael Jordan docs. It's going to be a long four-hour four hour of docs. Uh, I don't think you're actually allowed to do that when you have kids anymore. So I guess I that's I, I wouldn't know. Um, she doesn't like docs, is that what you're saying? No, actually, she's amazing. And uh, are we talking about the wife or the, the? Both of them are amazing, but Olivia definitely is not going to care about the doc, the doc at okay. all. Got I remember it. the first episode came on. And I was trying to get her hyped up. I was like, "Oh, it's Michael Jordan," and uh, she did not care at all. She's like, mm, "I don't like it." It's one of the things she likes to say so right now. So she's the kind of person Bill Simmons is talking about, right? A LeBron truther. I don't know if she likes LeBron or what. She does know how to dunk on her little tykes hoop, though. Yeah, she likes um, the best player on the Orlando Magic, so is that like... Aaron uh, Gordon? Aaron, Aaron Gordon, yeah. <laughs> cool. Fun. Uh, Evan Fournier? Oh, um, maybe in France. He's big. Um, did you want me to talk about my dream? Oh, man. I told Andrea about this yesterday, and she wanted to hear it, so I'm going to bring her in right now. No. Really? No. I was going to say, God, too much pressure. (laughs) No, but I'm definitely telling her, so go ahead and tell me and our um, hundreds of listeners. It's... (laughs) Add a zero to that. Uh, It's not going to take very long. Okay, basically, it was just like, I had a dream, and I've had dreams about home improvement before. I'm pretty sure, like, I've even talked about it on the podcast. And like I said to you, it always makes me feel like kind of depressed that I put so much like stock into home improvement and I let it like stress me out and create, you know, like dreams, dreams. And li- yeah. lingering thoughts. Um, but yeah, I dreamed that like I was watching home improvement for the podcast and I came upon an episode and all of a sudden I realized that John F. Kennedy was a guest star. Oh, <laughs> and I was surprised because I you know, obviously he, he died and I thought <laughs> You're very I thought, surprised. I thought how so how does this work? Does this mean like so I guess he didn't die? Uh there was a lot I, of ramifications to it, huh? Yeah. So I like I was just starting to sort of consider the, the implications of like, you know, the Dallas stuff and the book depository and like how like strange it was that I had, you know, put a lot of thought into home improvement and know more about it than a lot of people, and I didn't know about this secret John F. Kennedy episode. And let me just say that I did watch a little bit of the episode in my dream, and it was like John F. Kennedy and Jill kind of in the kitchen just talking. Oh, so. wow. And it turned into an Ian situation real fast. 
I think it was probably heading there. Yeah, and who could blame her? I mean, if she if she thinks Wolpat's a hunk, then uh, yeah, imagine imagine JFK. So yeah, that was it. Um, it was stupid as <laughs> dreams are. Uh, but I'm glad I, I'm glad I was able to remember it. So. Wow, I'm glad you were too. And we talked about Bill Simmons in the opening. We better get him on the horn and tell him that JFK is still alive. Because I he, mean, he'll he'll be very interested in that. <laughs> he certainly will. Uh, we're very interested in this episode, though. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, this is an interesting episode in season eight. We're talking episode 178. Adios. Yeah, this one's written by John Vandergriff. Lasted, believe it or not which apparently I'm talking about all the time today because yeah. we just recorded a video about this. Aired September 29th, 1998. And of course, this is the episode where JTT is going to depart. So. Wow. Do you want to do the background stuff now or you want to do it later? Let's do it at the end after we, okay. we had a long cool. opening here. So cool. I've okay. got, you know, I told you I only had like two uh, alternative titles and I had to come up with one real quick. And boy, did I not deliver. Okay, I have five. Um, <laughs> you know what that means. Shower time with Adam. He's thinking, yeah. <laughs> thinking all home improvement. Uh, I'll start. Randy goes rainforest. <laughs> I think that's better than mine. You ready for okay. this? Yeah. So gong, Randy. Okay, gong. I yeah. Um, <laughs> you, I you ever think those things could be combined? I didn't know they could. I also took the, t- to find the gong connection. I got there, though. All right. Um, the fix is in. Tim tries to fix the situation. Yeah, okay. It's not... Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. I don't know what this was in reference to. My other alternative title here. Uh, so maybe you can help me pull it out, or maybe I just yeah. made the most generic home, home improvement title ever. Okay. Mixed Emotions. Mixed emotions. Oh, I think I kind of know now. They okay, were uh, they were in the kitchen mixing some stuff together when Tim and Randy oh. are talking. When you explain it, it's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it took a while to get there, though. All right. Uh, this one's kind of... doesn't really make sense. You're going to have to think about it. Saving the family tree. Okay. he's, like, going to Costa yeah, Rica. Yeah, going to Costa Rica. Yeah, I didn't family. really have to think about that. When okay, you said that, good. I thought I had to think more, and so I thought I, it was too obvious. This might be a case of me, you being smarter than I think. Huh. Another insult. Great. Uh, <laughs> short, you're short and stupid. <laughs> Thank goodness we're getting to the end of this series. All right. Uh, my last one. Not even a word. The second word. Home deprovement. Because <laughs> Randy's gone. Worse? Yeah, ra- uh, Randy's leaving, so it can't get better. Deprovement. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you better be nice to me now. <laughs> Two more. Mark's secret tapes. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know what Mark's doing with those tapes he's faking. <laughs> uh, okay, and, uh, last and least. Um, wait! Am I supposed to go to Costa? Oh my gosh. You're right. That is the worst. Probably could have just lapped that one off, bud. Uh, or should I say, L- little pal? LP. Um, <laughs> it was the last one I came up with, which I believe is telling. Another thing I want to reference here early on in the show. Um, this is the first time in our entire podcast run that I've taken notes on my computer as opposed to my journal. Whoa! What made you do that? Couldn't find a pen. <laughs> 
Things are tough in quarantine times. No pens available anywhere. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All so right. That's it. All right, let's get into it. All right, we're going to open on Tool Time, and we have a theme song lyric writing contest. After seven seasons of... Well, yeah. I guess I don't know how many seasons of Home Improvement they've or Tool Time they've been doing. Uh, they're going to get some lyrics, and so they have a contest with Detroit's finest songwriters all vying for the spot. What a, what yeah. a contest. Loud contest. I was going to say, very timely with our recent, uh, or our upcoming video on the evolution of the theme song. I Heck thought this yeah. was a coincidence. By Subscribe the time to our YouTube channel. All right, it's coming out in two days from now, after this is released. Wow. So that's crazy. All right, so yeah, it's going to be a live contest. They have a gong that they're going to hit, and uh, if Tim hits that gong, you are gone. That's not, mm-hmm. that's not a good thing. They bring out Wade first. He's a carpet installer. He looks a little bit like... I got a bio on Wade. Okay, give the bio. All right, so Wade is played <laughs> by <laughs> Dennis Cockrum, which is an unfortunate name. Um, he did study at Eastern Michigan University. Uh, best known for Gangster Squad, Hail Caesar, Shameless. Uh, 140 credits to his name. I didn't, I couldn't place him at first, but I knew I knew him from something. Uh, he plays Pal in Uncle Buck. Now, I don't know how well you know Uncle Buck, but Pal is the guy that's at the bowling alley with John Candy, uh, who is doing the thing with the toothpick in his mouth, where he's, like, rotating it in his mouth without using his hands. It's pretty crazy. You ever seen wow. that? No, I have not. I know you talked about it when we talked about Farewell to John Candy. You should, um... I think I would like it. You should watch Uncle Buck. It's, uh... I, I was gonna say, could you associate it with a holiday... You can watch it anytime, but uh, you're gonna want to put that on your watch list. It's a, it's a fun one, and uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's re- that's really the whole bio. But uh, I, he, he a lot of work for this guy for sure. He did, okay. When he first came out, I thought he looked a little bit like the guy who's in like the Ernest goes to whatever movies. Oh, uh, Jim Varney. Yeah, you think he looks yeah. a little bit like him? Got a little bit of Jim Varney. I mean, they're uh, at least cousins. Jim Varney is probably, probably more handsome than Dennis Cockrum, if I'm being honest. Better name, too. <laughs> I mean, for sure. <laughs> Although, you know, Jim Varney died, so he's got that against him. So. That is trouble. That All is right, trouble. speaking of trouble, it starts on the show because Tim gongs and wades out. So, didn't last very long. I don't remember exactly what type of music he was singing, but it didn't go Banjo. over real well. And he's also, like, doing a thing where he's, like, bringing his knees together for some noise. Knee, some knee percussion. Kind of liked it. Yeah, it was impressive. Later, the flannels come out, and they are Al lookalikes. Kind of a Dapper Dan sort of vibe, but look like Al. And they're going to sing Al Capella. They make that joke. Ha ha ha. They hear them out, um, so I guess everybody likes them enough, and they go on to the semifinals. And then we learn that they like don't know how to talk, and they just kind of sing everything back to them. It's kind of weird. They almost lose their chance to go to the semifinals. So they blew it. Uh, here's the thing about the flannels: it's a, it's not a bad version, but it's just not right for the tool time audience. You know? Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Neither does. <laughs> neither does I can't the. Wait for you to t- tackle this. <laughs> the next one is a rap group called LL Tool J, and they also do not fit the tool time audience. And Grandmaster Bash. Oh, sorry. How could I forget? Uh, they turn. Like, inexplicably, it turns into, like, a 90s hip-hop video, and not the normal, you know, just tool-time type camera. They've got, like, the cameras moving left and right, and they're, like, right in the camera's face. And Tim gongs after they dissed him a few too many times, so they're definitely not making it to the semifinals. (sighs) 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> when they had a rap group coming out, I was pretty concerned. Uh, <laughs> it went yeah. better than it could have, I felt like. I guess, yeah. Uh, Tim's rap, when he eliminates them, he says, you dissed the boss, that means you lost. I could have done without Tim rapping, I guess. <laughs> he was just rhyming, really. I don't know that he rapped. Mm, all right, well, yeah, you defend him. You want to be, be on that side of things, by all means. Um, yeah, it's not a lot of diversity in home improvement, so I guess give him, give him that. But There yeah, you go. It was, it, was, uh, it was something. It was something. That's the end of the opening scene. It's a long opening scene, and everything else is going to be focused on the main plot here. I kind of liked it. Um, I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, it was. It's something they haven't done before, so. Yeah, I and it could have been worse, I guess, is what I would say. Oh yeah. All right, gazebo. Randy and Lauren counting down until she leaves for Costa Rica. Uh, They kiss. A lot. Yeah, but Randy keeps like stop. He like will stop kissing so that he can like complain about her leaving. Which is come on, Randy. Just he's not not a very intelligent boy in this moment. No. Um, She's going on like a one year. I don't know. I. Wrote down rainforest assistantship. <laughs> Unclear what it is exactly. A conservation program. Okay. Um, a lot of kissing. Tim and Jill are watching through the window like a couple of sickos. Um, They're a bit concerned. Yeah. Inside the house, um, Jill reveals that she's she's glad Randy didn't get in. Um, Tim is kind of indifferent, I guess. Uh, Randy enters and... Um, Tim, like, tries to give him advice about Lauren leaving, because Randy's kind of bummed out and stuff, and uh, the scene ends by Tim saying that the world favors women, which is, of course, a joke. Um, I think I <laughs> hope that it was it, a joke. It was a joke. Yeah, uh, okay. We do learn, too, that this was Randy's idea in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. all I got. Tough. Yeah, there's not much more to that. Um, Randy does promise to stay faithful to Lauren while she's away, which I think is just kind of funny. That's a real high school thing. It really is. All right, later, the boys. uh, All the boys together. Randy's putting together a scrapbook for Lauren. (laughs) He's got some real weird things that he's kept. So he's got like... This is a serial killer thing, kind of. (laughs) He kept pasta from their first date, which uh, is only interesting because we were on that first date, if you recall, all those many years ago. Yes, we were watching from behind a, a large plant. <laughs> you and I, undercover, <laughs> with uh, devices in our ears, feeding him lines. Yep, uh, just like every every good first kid. A la first kid, <laughs> first. your favorite movie. <laughs> Listen to Patreon to see how much I truly like it. All right, uh, she's gonna take this um this giant i wrote she's gonna take this giant thing to costa rica i don't think so no he's mailing it he says he's gonna mail it and i said and i wrote what are you rich it's gonna cost a lot to ship that to costa rica in 1998 it's like thousand dollars i mean so andrea has a half sister who lives in costa rica and sometimes we'll try to ship stuff uh yeah what a brag uh we try to ship stuff to to the niece and yeah it's not cheap at all so did you like mark's okay so randy puts the pasta i don't like anything mark does okay okay this we might have one of the better mark jokes here where like he says like it's for my first date where we got pasta and mark says good thing you guys didn't get fish oh i mean for mark it's pretty good yeah he definitely wouldn't write that line or say it normally but he does say it in the moment um phone rings this is when everything changes. The show, the show, <laughs> tilt on its axis. 
Randy is in the program. Somebody dropped out. Tim and Jill come in for the news. He's going to leave like in a couple days, basically. And they are very fake excited for him. He leaves and they chat about their real feelings. And they're like, how do we stop him, basically? Jill says, no, we have to let him go. He has his heart set on it. And there's a joke here about like he wanted a pony and they never gave him the pony. They said, well, let's just give him the pony. But he'd be a horse now. So there's that. (laughs) Is that the joke or is that your addition to the joke? The horse thing? Uh, You think I made that joke up? Did you add the the horse parks? I don't remember the horse park. Uh, it definitely, you know, that was not me. I did not okay. think that up. I am not. It doesn't seem like your kind of humor. That's a that's definitely a Vandergriff joint right there. Yeah, you're right. That that screams Vandergriff. All right. Wait <laughs> before we get started. Oh wow. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, we need to talk <laughs> about <laughs> what. I just I've heard you say that a couple times today. Is all wondering, wondering. I'm what, hungry. What? I'm oh, real okay. hungry. Right. Uh, I'm thirsty too. And speaking of okay. something good to drink, we should talk about our sponsor, Fruit of the Bean right. Coffee. Wow. Okay. All right. With you. Uh, you're with me so far. Mm-hmm. We've talked about all their different coffee flavors, and from fresh roasted organic Peru decaf to fresh roasted Kenyan coffee, Fruit of the Bean Coffee has it all. And they're not they're not going to roast those beans until after it's ordered. Thank you know God. that, don't you? Yeah, thank God. Yeah, thank goodness. Every order helps an orphan or those affected by human trafficking. And you know what? We have a special promo code this time. Wow. All yeah. right, let's hear it. Yeah, Fruit of the Bean Coffee is treating us right. So, if you're a Home Improvement listener and you enter the promo code JORDAN, all lowercase, J-O-R-D-A-N. Oh, you narcissist. <laughs> I didn't trust me, I did not come up with the promo code name. But go to fruitofthebeancoffee.com, use the promo code Jordan, and you get free standard shipping on wow. your order. That's pretty good. Generous, I Man, would say. I might have so, to try that. Yeah. Alright, so that's fruitofthebeancoffee.com. Promo code Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, all lowercase. Drink coffee. Do good. I love it. Alright, back to the show. Yeah. Randy, Brad, all right. Adam. Bedroom. Bedroom. Packing. I mean, this is coming together fast. Um, Brad's like, Brad's line here is basically like, you must be looking forward to boning Lauren down in Costa Rica. <laughs> I mean, like, that's kind of what he's saying. Yeah, pretty much. All the and alone Randy's, time. And then Randy's like, no, it's not like that. No privacy. It's like, okay, come on, Randy, you're buzzkill. Your brother's trying to bond with you. Um, Brad's kind of sad because, um... He's going to, you know, a year from now, he'll be going to college. Rain will be coming back, and it's kind of like they missed their chance to do all the things they wanted to do together. Um, guess that's life, you know? Isn't, isn't that the way it goes? They um, they talk about some things that they... I don't remember exactly what they say they were going to do, but they do agree that they're going to miss torturing Mark together, which yeah. checks out. I um, think they were talking about, like, having parties and stuff, and Rainy's like, yeah, that's not really me. And then Brad says, well, we could have at least tortured Mark together. Yeah. Just like the old times. Remember when Mark was so young and they used to just, I don't know, throw him out windows or something? Yeah, now they just, like, verbally abuse him, which is (laughs) fun in a different way. Different kind of abuse. Yeah. Uh, Tim comes in. We get some weird, like, jokes about novelty products and, like, buying American um, that the audience is seemingly kind of unsure of. I don't know if you caught that, but, like... There's a, quite a few laugh lines here, and they're, they're kind of missing missing the punch on these, which is always kind of funny when that happens. Yeah, so they actually like the Buy American lines, and they're written to be laugh lines. 
pretty much. Yeah, I guess. Maybe yeah. that's probably actually what it is. Yeah. Like, is that what's going like, on? This is hitting a little too close to home, okay? Don't, don't <laughs> joke about buying American gag gifts, okay? Uh, Brad leaves. And um, this is kind of a confusing scene for me. Um, Brad leaves. Tim and, and Randy kind of have a, a heart-to-heart here. Tim talks to Randy about... Well, we, we mentioned earlier, Jill's having a lot of trouble with it and, and so on and so forth. So Tim... Tim says, you know, your mom's having trouble with this. Um, she's thinking it's happening fast. She's going to miss you, so on and so forth. Uh, Randy says that it's the most con- stable country in Central America. Um, Tim says, yeah, your mom's kind of worried. Randy gets mad, and Jill comes in with a mosquito hat, and now Randy's not going. I don't know. It's weird. Things happen really fast, and it didn't quite add up for me. Maybe this is uh, one reason you write all your notes on paper, because I think you missed some stuff. Okay, go ahead. Fill me in. <laughs> so we have to remember that last time we saw Jill talking about this, she said we should let him go, right? Yeah. Right. So we come to this scene, and Tim is kind of singing a different tune right here, trying to basically point Randy in one direction. And where Randy gets really upset is Tim basically gives him the choice. You're either going to drive your mom crazy because she's worried about you, worried sick, or you miss out on the opportunity of the lifetime. So that's what that's kind of the choice where Randy gets really upset because it's like either way hmm. he's screwed. And then Jill comes in with the mosquito-proof hat. I guess I felt like he just gave up too easy. I don't know. Like he, His dad says... Oh, sorry. I, you cut out. Um, yeah, I was just gonna. I was just saying that. Uh, I don't know. I felt like he kind of gave up pretty fast. Like Tim gives him this ultimatum, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'm not gonna go." I don't know. It seemed kind of strange to me. Yeah, I think it was basically like pick your mom or pick this, and so Randy felt like he had no choice. Like if I didn't, if I stayed home and didn't do all the things my mom wanted me to do, like I'd still be living on Richfield Road. So I guess like, <laughs> well, no, you'd know. be at Houghton Lake, I think. That's true. I would have moved up to Houghton Lake, and I'd be yeah upstairs up there. But like, I don't know. Maybe that just, I just didn't buy that a ton. But that's all right. Um, commercial break. A very, it's a, it's a good commercial. You know, it comes at a good time. Um, Jill is frustrated with Tim. She wants clarity. She doesn't really understand what happened. Um, Tim said, you know, basically Tim tried to fix a situation that she didn't ask him to fix, and now Jill's mad at Tim, Randy is mad at his mom and his dad, and, you know, everybody's just mad at everybody else. It's like, are we, what are we, in Kernville again? You know? <laughs> We're mad about Tim. <laughs> mad about Tim, yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, Jordan, next scene. Yeah, um, later we got Tim talking to Wilson, and yeah. he's roasting coffee beans. I know. Is, are they are they the the ones that we just talked about? I think they might be. So we should play oh, a clip. Let's play a clip. Hi, ho, good neighbor. It's all the smoke. I'm roasting Joe. <laughs> well, I don't hear any screams. He's obviously taking it like a man. <laughs> now, in honor of Randy going to Costa Rica, I'm roasting coffee beans. Randy's not going. Why not? Because I told him Jill didn't want him to go. So the trip is off just like that? Jill must be very upset about him going. The only reason I told him that is because Jill was worried about his health and safety. I mean, he's not going to be home for Thanksgiving. We won't see him at Christmas. He won't be here when I finish the hot rod. Oh. He's going to celebrate a birthday down there, you know? If we want party pictures, you know, I'll have to pick up a copy of National Geographic. <laughs> well, I'm still back at... Ah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Tim, have you ever heard of a play? No, 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 no plays, no ballets, no chamber music, none of that. Just give it to me straight. <laughs> I'm talking about the Shakespearean comedy, As You Like It. Now, in this play, the young Rosalind is uncomfortable expressing her feelings for the nobleman Orlando. The only way she can speak her mind is by dressing up as a man, the shepherd Ganymede. <laughs> okay, what does a cross-dressing sheep lover have to do with me? Well, I suspect just as Rosalind masqueraded as Ganymede, perhaps you were masquerading as Jill. Once I tried on a pump. It's Halloween, for God's sake. No, I'm talking about masquerading your feelings. I mean, is Jill really the one who will miss sharing the hot rod with Randy? Of course, she's the one. <laughs> Are you suggesting I stop him from going because of my feelings? Well, that answer can only come from the masquerader. All right, all right. I tried on the pantyhose, too. So Tim shares the news about the trip being off, and Wilson shares some quotes from As You Like It. Uh, you know, there's sometimes people have trouble sharing thoughts directly, and he thinks that's what Tim is doing here. He talks about uh, Tim masquerading as Jill, or his feelings being masqueraded as Jill's feelings. And, you know, Wilson and the Wilsometer, I think it's we... pretty high, right? I think it kind of broke through the thermometer at this point because yeah. he's he's yeah. right on target and mm-hmm. and that's really the, all there is to this scene. But Tim recognizes what he's done wrong. It's a good scene and uh, yeah, for once I think the advice is pretty sound and Wilson's uh, awareness of the situation seems seems pretty apt. Uh, a few too many cross dressing jokes, which is to say there are some. <laughs> <laughs> Lean on that pretty heavily. There's a few but. episodes where that comes into play. And they do it here again. But later yeah. we have Tim and Jill, no cross-dressing involved. No, no. Um, yeah, so inside later, Jill enters. Um, Tim kind of admits that he was projecting onto Jill. Um, she understands it from, like, a psychological perspective, seemingly. I don't know. Um, this is in her wheelhouse, the projecting language, you know? That's true. She does talk about this all the time. Yep. And, the primitive, and like, the primitive nature of man. <laughs> And woman. <laughs> Hunter-gatherers. Which is really, like, you would think that would be a Tim line, honestly. Yeah, I know. Uh, Randy comes in, and and Jill's like, hey, you can go to Costa Rica. And he's like, why? What happens? And, says, and this is where mixed emotions happen. Wow. She says, talk to your dad. This is a pretty good scene. Um, I guess we probably don't need to play two clips, but I would... I would say that uh, that this would be in, in running for a clip, but um, I guess I can just stumble through it instead. Um, <laughs> take out the Wilson clip and just put this in? No, I mean, I don't know which one's better, which one's worse. Well, maybe we'll play a clip the last time Randy appears in the show in like six weeks or something. Include that one. Um, so Tim, he's trying to find the words to express himself and he's, he's cooking at the same time. And, and rain, he, he asked Randy to help him chop and they kind of talk through things as they're cooking. Uh, and Tim is sort of talking around the situation. Um, and finally we get to the, the meat and potatoes. I'm going to get arrested for that joke. <laughs> I was gonna like. Arrested for the joke or arrested for playing too many clips. I guess so. Um, I'm going to wait for it to kind of say, he says, damn it. I'm going to miss you. 
Um, mm. we, get, we return to the, the conversation he had with Brad earlier, Randy had with Brad, where it's, they didn't get a chance to do all the things they wanted, um, which I guess you always feel that way when someone's leaving or whatever. Never talked about girls, um, didn't work on the hot rod, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but it's going to have to be good enough. Randy reveals that he's a little scared, doesn't know what he's what he's uh, mm. in for. Weird line read. He says, don't know what I'm getting in for. That's not how you'd say that. Getting into? Yeah, but he didn't say that. He said getting in for. I don't know. It's always weird. When it's either stuff in. what I'm in for or getting into. Yeah, and They combine them. That's maybe, yeah. you know, just authentic acting by JTT. He's just so maybe. nervous. Maybe he was just so sick of doing the show that he's like, I won't do another take. <laughs> And then they hug Jordan. It's a good scene. It's heartfelt. We'll, it's we'll, very we'll, heartfelt. We'll miss him. You know, it, we talked about a couple weeks ago, we had our YouTube video on most emotional moments. This probably would have made it on that list. This easily would have. I would have bumped the thing with Mark I included. <laughs> Thank goodness. At the airport, more emotions and final goodbyes. Mark has some paparazzi photos. You talk about Tim and Jill doing a little bit of spying on Lauren earlier. But uh, Mark is far more gross because he took pictures and then printed them. So, wait. The, I thought Mark took made a video of Randy and Lauren kissing. That's what I'm talking about. You said paparazzi photos, and he printed. Oh, I thought them. they were pictures. No, it's a video. He said, "Here's a videotape I made of you and Lauren kissing." It doesn't make it any less gross. It's more gross. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Mark secret tapes. <laughs> okay, it was a tape. My bad. Oh, it, I mean, like, let's just pause on that for a second. Why? Why should well, we? <laughs> why are they including that? What are you doing? They're just trying you're, to make Mark real weird. You're losing Randy, and you want us to get on board with this guy? <laughs> this criminal? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, it is disgusting. Right, I was going to say there is. Uh, well, there's a, a nice heartfelt moment between Brad and him, but really, Mark, not so much. I mean, they're not close. I mean, like, I yeah. don't know. You, you can act like you're close or whatever, and that you're going to, like, he might miss him, like, in the abstract, but they're not friends. Yeah. I don't know. I guess How so. many times have we seen them do things together? <sighs> they played a lot of video games. They did that, like, two episodes ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, hugs for the brothers. And... I would argue none of the brothers are actually that close. I would say Randy and Brad are much closer. Yeah. I felt like growing up, they did a lot more together. And then eventually they're at the same paper. We just don't necessarily see it on screen as much as I think it would be true. Yeah. That's fair. Jill and Tim, their gift is a tape recorder full of advice and other things. Um, You know, mind you, this was before cell phones. Okay, yeah, I wondered about that. And, uh, yeah, early internet as well, so it's just like all of your FaceTime and Zoom and WhatsApp, that's going to be a lot harder because we just didn't have the technology. So we're talking <laughs> about writing letters. Mind you. Yeah, I love what you said. Yeah, um, is that it? Sorry. Yeah, that's the final part of the scene here, so unless you have any it's other comments. It's pretty sad. The, yeah. the, it's like, it, it, it just kind of like... And this is kind of what I, and as I saw this, I remembered thinking, even when I watched Home Improvement in, in like, 1998 with my parents, how, like, things get, like, pretty sad. Like, it's just kind of like, he's gone, and then we're at the airport, and we're all just kind of looking at each other, and it's just like, well, guess that's it. It kind of um, was out with a whimper at the end there. Yeah, you want to have them, like, like, at least, like, look, I don't know, you, they could have done something to maybe give us more a, a sense of confidence or whatever, but instead it was just kind of, like, weepy and, like... I don't know. I would have liked like him looking back one final time, or like the parents saying like we raised a good one. Cliche stuff like that would have would have gone a long ways. But um, 
Before we roll credits fade to black, we get a couple of good JTT bloops, which uh, yeah, I, some I outtakes from his younger years and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was their nod to it, but it wasn't actually in the script type of that's thing. That's not. Yeah, I, I, and we can we'll talk in a, maybe a couple minutes about like what happened or maybe how the feelings were on set or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, you would have liked uh, something a little bit nicer, but he will be back, so I guess. But I'm not sure that that episode will be quite as like definitive as this one. So in any case, roll credits fade to black. Uh, wait, am I supposed to go to Costa? <laughs> Jordan, heading down to Castle's Corner, right? <sighs> yeah, it's sad. This is a I sad jaunt. It is sad. It was it was pretty sad. And uh, yeah, I mean, the show's so much worse off for him being gone. But let, let's talk just about this episode specifically. What this do you think? This episode... Um, you know, I was, I was fine with it. I didn't feel bored really by any moments. It just kind of moved. It was one of those episodes that I couldn't believe was already over. Um, you know, Tim projecting his feelings, not being able to share his feelings, I think is something we've dealt with a couple times in the series, but it, it, you know, it's different with his kids. So seeing that here, I thought was authentic and fine. The moment at the end where they're kind of cooking together and sharing those moments, um, I thought that was pretty touching. And even the moments that he had with Brad earlier on in the episode, I thought were pretty good too. Mark with the tapes, weird, low, strange. Um, but other than that, I don't really have a lot of lows on it. I'm just sad that JTT is gone. Yeah. So what do you think? I liked it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a bummer for sure. I remember it being a bummer in the moment when it when it happened um highs yeah i think it's like a good emotional episode i think uh characters get decent moments together like randy and brad are pretty good a couple times tim and tim and randy maybe patricia richardson could have used the scene with just her and randy that would have maybe been nice but i guess you can only do that so many times um i liked the opening segment pretty well the tool time theme song i think that's a good idea I don't know the the Al Capella stuff. Maybe goes a little far, and the rap group is, I don't know, of the era. <laughs> it's interesting, but uh, I thought that was kind of kind of good. Um, other than that, yeah, it's it's emotional. The ending is sort of bleak, but uh, on the whole, yeah, it flew by, and um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a bummer to see him go. But uh, I thought this was a, was a pretty good episode and a, and a decent send off for him. So. <sighs> kidding um let's move yeah, on so to I mean, social media i guess yeah yeah for sure i'm not happy it. about it but i'm going to reach out to us at the all of the usual places as we talked about we just released a youtube video that was the sexiest moments in home improvement history so go to youtube subscribe like the video and get ready for new videos such as analyzing every single iteration of the theme song and we also talk about that time that Home Improvement ripped off X-Files. So we've got a lot more ideas in the can that are coming. So subscribe to YouTube for more of that. I think we're stuck at 49 reviews still on reviews or on iTunes, Apple Podcast Reviews. So um, let's get to 50. I mean, I don't even, I'm, I'm done asking. So All right. Well, maybe we can get there. Adam, what are you doing on Twitter? A couple polls. Um... After sort of the tough start to Season 8, Whitewater, I asked the question, are we going to hate Season 8 of Home Improvement? 37 total votes. 29.7% said yes, 70.3% said no. Well, that's Um, uplifting. Some responses. um, Sarah Shortstuff, 
half and half. Some episodes, uh, some good episodes, but there are quite a few filler episodes. My favorite episode of the show is later in season eight, but that's me. I'd like to hear what that one is. Um, Ben Pope. It's not the same with no Randy, but reasonably funny. Um, Stephanie, my main complaint is no Jonathan. Um, So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that is optimistic. Other poll is... Let me find it. You ever been whitewater rafting? 31 total votes. Generous voting this week. That's not a very good one. <laughs> People don't have enough to do. It's true. 38.7% said yes. 61.3% said no. So a third of our listeners have been whitewater rafting. That seems high. Does that surprise you? I'm not sure how I, to feel about that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it seems I don't really have a barometer here, but sure, that's interesting. Other than that... Um, you know, Jordan's talking about the YouTube stuff a fair amount. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Adam is sick of it already. I'm okay. It's fine. Um, it seems necessary. A necessary evil. Uh, I guess... I guess that's it. All right. Not a ton going on. I'm, uh, I'm not doing a ton on Twitter these days. I mean... <laughs> Maybe Zachary Ty Bryant's going to the podcast next week. We'll see. Don't, don't, don't get people's hopes up for that. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about JTT's departure before we talk about the next episode? Yeah, let's do it. Um, you, I just, I can talk about it in the abstract because I've read a few articles um, and just based on things we've kind of picked up over time. You have a specific article that you've got some information yeah, from? Yeah, sure. This I'll artic- let you start. Go ahead. Yeah, this article comes from Looper.com. And, <laughs> well, hey, Looper's got a big YouTube presence, I'll tell you that. Right. But uh, they they take some quotes from their own stuff, but also from people. So in a 2013 interview with people, he explained why he stepped away. You know, his quote was, I'd been going nonstop since I was eight I wanted to go to school, travel, and have a bit of a break. Not really a big surprise there. Uh, Patricia Richardson, friend of the podcast, of course. Uh, She commented on his absence in an interview during the final season. It's a pretty sore spot around here. I think there were a lot of bad feelings all along. I don't think it's a good idea that he didn't show up to the end. You know, but she also said, uh, I don't always think he got the best advice. So some shots there. Yeah, you know, that's interesting, and um, I, I think I think that his departure was is understandable and, and so on. I think that something I've come across in a couple different articles is that, like, he said that he wanted to, like, slow down and take a break, but then he went and, like, filmed a movie or two, like, mm-hmm. immediately after, which I think, I know, um, based on some things I've read, and this is all, like, we have no idea, actually. Like, this is just, yeah. we can only speculate, but I think that kind of rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah, um, there's a quote think, in this like, article specifically yeah, to something. that. Yeah, he just says, Tim says, he was a little miffed at me. I was confused at why he didn't want to go the whole year. He said he was going to school, but then did some films. Did he want to do films? Did he want to do school? I think Tim just wanted, like, you know, some consistency, maybe. Yeah, I think I think it's hard. You got to believe there was some bad blood for him not to show up for that finale. I mean, right. like, that is really indicative of sort of a... a, a faulty just a bad relationship or bad blood because you know he comes back for christmas and you think like okay if he's coming back for christmas then like he'll want to be at the finale the fin- it's been a you know they've done 200 episodes everybody's sad everybody's crying like uh there must have been bad feelings or as this article posits bad advice uh for him not to come back for that it's i i 
I mean, I, I suspect when we watch it, we'll we'll definitely wish he was there. And I know people in the moment wished he would have been there as well. But I mean, you can't blame somebody for wanting to step away from the spotlight. And he was he had so much spotlight more than other people on the show. Um, right. So wanting to like <laughs> go to school a, and stuff. You know, at a young age, as always, we see how that works out for a lot of people. So for sure, yeah. And I mean, he went got an education and so on. But yeah, it's it's a tough one. And it was it was a I remember it was shocking in the moment and a big deal and. Um, you know, I think I think something maybe we should try to do for the Christmas episode, his last actual episode, is maybe we'll kick off the show by just talking about a couple of our favorite Randy moments or something. That'll give mm-hmm. us six weeks or so to prepare for that. But I, I thought that might be a good idea for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be funny if you said no. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to talk about Randy ever again. Oh, yeah, no. Um, other than that, though, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think there is much more information. Do you have anything else? No, I mean, I, talk about you talked about the bad blood. He does, you know, yeah. go on Last Man Standing and make an appearance yeah. there, so maybe some of that's been repaired. But uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, and when we talked to Patricia Richardson, she had mentioned that she's still kind of in touch with him. So, you know, I don't know, things, time heals all wounds, possibly, but uh, the film... He'll never be on the film of the last season finale. So, but uh, next week we're gonna be back next week. First episode at post Randy, and we're gonna be covering all in the family. These episodes are gonna be tough, man. I got, <laughs> I have a feeling, I have a feeling we're really gonna be feeling it next week. But uh, I'll try to be optimistic until then. All right. Well, we'll we'll do our best regardless because you knew you and I, you know, we can we can carry a show by ourselves. We don't even need home improvement. Yeah, it's going to really be fun to watch the show rely more on Mark and get more of his pervert videotapes and <laughs> film career. I think we'll also, be working. we never talked about this. He's just, like, not goth in season eight. Right, yeah, it just kind of disappeared. Yeah. I so- mean, fine, but... But, yeah, what, ha- what happened over the summer? Maybe they'll address it next episode. I, I sincerely hope so. Uh, well, Jordan, thank you for joining me, listeners. Thank you for listening, and I guess I should say take care. Take care, everybody.